0: Welcome to Far Too Fabulous, hosted by Julie and Catherine. Join us on a mission to embrace your fabulousness and redefine wellness. Get ready for some feistiness, inspiration, candy chats and humour as we journey together towards empowered well-being. Let's
1: dive in! Hello, Julie and Catherine here. So it's a month after Christmas and lots of you would have set yourself New Year's resolutions, but we're now at the point in January where we've gone past that date where most people give up on their New Year's resolutions. So today we want to talk to you about why that happens and why it isn't your fault.
0: So let's just track back to over Christmas and you have given yourself full permission to eat and drink whatever stays still long enough for you to get it in your mouth, which is fine, which is absolutely fine. And now you've got to the point where you've decided that enough is
1: enough. So you've eaten all the foods and you've thoroughly enjoyed them. And as Catherine said, there's nothing wrong with that. We both do the same. You know, we enjoy the festivities and the food that comes with that. We do have a different mindset around it, though, which we will cover later on. But let's say that you've eaten all the food, you thoroughly enjoyed it. And then you get to the point where you just want to move on. Your body's starting to say to you, we kind of want some salads and things now. And you end up, treating yourself a bit like the dustbin i'm sure you've done this where you've left those last sweets in the quality street tin or or you know whatever your choice is and the ones that you don't like you just eat them to get them out the way mike for me it's always the strawberry creams in a quality
0: street what's your, your one Catherine? yeah probably the the uh, the strawberry creams i find that people leave the coconut ones though i love the coconut ones <laughs> I love the coconut ones too, but this is not helping, is it? <laughs> so anyway,
1: you you know what it's like. You, you literally, you don't want to waste anything, do you? Because, you know, we've been brought up in that era where we, we can't waste food. But at the same time, it's not good for us to treat ourselves as a dustbin. But anyway, you've been there. You're trying to deal with all the stuff. You want it out the
0: way now. So you eat it to get it out of the way. Absolutely. And your brain literally thinks it's Christmas. Can you imagine all those ding, 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 light bulbs that are going off in your brain? And it wants you to keep doing this, to keep feeding it. At this time of year, it would have been starving, potentially. And so it wants you to keep feeding it. um, So you are, what, the king of survival, Yeah, survival is key here.
1: So you've got different parts of your brain and the the part of your brain that's trying to keep you alive has recognised, hello, we've just found water in the desert. So we literally need to consume all of it. And you'll notice this because if you had a bowl of broccoli, you would not keep eating that broccoli. However, a box of chocolates or a tube of Pringles or whatever (laughs) it is, that's dead easy to keep eating. And it's because a lot of these foods have two major ingredients in combination which by the way is not found in nature it's fat and sugar together Mm. your brain is hardwired to seek out these things to keep you alive to keep you surviving over the period where there's not many plants growing and everything's a little bit hard to come by. Mm.
0: Uh, Do you know what I remember the first time that you ever told me about that I think I was talking about Pringles and and how it's literally that marketing once you pop you can't stop and I remember you explaining about that having that elements that are not normally there and why you're craving them so i mean that was for me and we're going to be talking about awareness for me the awareness of that was huge it doesn't always stop me eating them but uh, <laughs> it was really helpful and so your you're done. You're you're full up. You've treated yourself like a human dustbin, and you are actually thinking right. Something's got to change now. So you've got the Sunday Mail diet and exercise plan torn out or printed out, maybe off of <laughs> off of the uh, off of the internet, and you're right. Right. This is it. Monday. Monday. I'm all in. That's it. All the I've eaten all the food. There's nothing left. I've drunk all the drink. And Monday is the day. So you've gone all in. And what have you done? You've reduced your food. I mean, your poor, poor body. <laughs> you've increased your exercise. And your body's gone... And then, funny enough, you can't keep that up. Julie, tell us what's going on. It's so funny. When you think about it logically, when you reduce your food
1: off the back of having an abundance of food, your body literally goes into a massive panic. It's thinking to itself, I hit the jackpot. All the food was there to keep me surviving. And suddenly it's gone. At the same time that my body is now being asked to do more, this is literally the most stress that your body could be under. I, I've got less. Fuel, and I'm being asked to move more. So that panic that the body experiences is a part of the reason why you can't keep going with this this approach. Your body is literally gonna go against this because it's going against everything your body needs for survival.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And whether you recognize this pattern or not, how many times do we do this? And I mean it doesn't matter if it's I mean like Monday happened uh, a, for New Year's Day Happen to fall on a Monday this year. But how many Mondays do you do this? How many leading up to summer holidays do you do this? You're like, right, I've got five weeks left before we go on my summer holidays. I'm all in. Do you do this after the summer holidays? Just recognise this pattern all in and then it doesn't work. And so you probably started it thinking it wasn't going to work anyway, which again is going to make it not work. And so, then you give up again. And now how are you feeling? You're feeling pretty deflated and pretty crap about yourself, quite honestly.
1: Yeah, that mindset side where you then start being unkind to yourself because you mm. failed again. All these Monday. Why does it have to be a Monday? Oh. We should we need to talk about that. But anyway, <laughs> it doesn't have to be a Monday. But the Monday mindset, yeah, it's just it's something that you just can't you can't strive to achieve and then you're you go into that negative that negative pattern where you start feeling guilty telling yourself all the things you can't do it why can your friend do it and you can't do it and those negative words guess what they are to the body another stress and what does your body do when it's stressed it pulls out all the old patterns in your brain that it's kept, that it's used to keep you safe before so you reducing food and up in your exercise your brain is screaming at you this is not going to work and this becomes a a self-sabotaging situation that you easily can get into again and again and again and just be in that situation where what's wrong with me why can't I do this and a lot of times uh, Catherine and I will work with women that are are successful they've got good jobs they can do all the things and yet this is the one thing that they just can't seem to manage and they feel like a failure because of it and that has lots of things going on too but there are ways to get around it
0: absolutely and I mean also at this time of year there is so much about it isn't there everybody's Everybody's talking about maybe the latest fad diet. Instagram's full of celebrities that are these got all these new plans, all these new ways of doing it that are not new at all, (laughs) and it just adds it just
1: adds up to you feeling shit about yourself yeah no one wants to feel shit about themselves because at the end of the day that's not that's not good either so we said that this episode is about being in awareness so this is the first stage of you making changes that are going to last so being aware of oh yeah I do that so once you're aware then you can start to make changes you can appreciate that these things that you've done there are there are patterns to them you done them again and again and again and they just haven't worked and now understand that it's not your fault you cannot use willpower to outdo the survival part of your brain and the survival part of your brain is amazing and we want it to be working to the best of its ability but sometimes we need to go into that survival part of the brain and just change I I like to call it the DVD perhaps actually for my age it should be the video the The VHS not the (laughs) Betamax how rude the VHS but yeah change those brain patterns because your habits are there's a saying that says you don't get what you want in life you get your habits and this is very key but your habits are not you so you always have a choice and you once you understand that this is what's happening then you can flip it and and not be in that phase where you're restricting your food doing more exercise, beating yourself up, trying to do it on a Monday. All of these things aren't going to work. So once you're aware of that, first stage, you can do
0: something about it. And just being kind to yourself. That awareness part cannot be underestimated. Knowing that it's not your fault. Knowing that the food groups that you have been having a lovely time eating over Christmas are literally designed to make you keep eating them. There's a lot of money, there's a lot of advertising, and there's a lot of research that goes into making you keep eating these things. And unfortunately, lots of people that create this know how our subconscious work, and they get to they get to use that against us. And again, this is going to come up lots and lots. Is that that our society and things are not set up for us to have this healthy life? star which makes our jobs even more important I think. And that awareness that that motivation and willpower is basically bullshit. It's like and so this willpower it's like a it's like a battery. And the more that you the more that you push and push and push the quicker it runs out and you will then just default back to those habits and those settings that you normally run by that julie was just talking about earlier on
1: i think the the way that society is set up to go against us is also very important and again once you in awareness of this you can almost laugh at it i laugh around the lead up to christmas where things are placed in the supermarket Mm. and how early things are put in the supermarket they know that when you go in and buy that tin of celebrations that's now on sale in November, that you're not saving that till Christmas. You're going to eat that, and they know this. So, society is set up in a way to to prevent you from being healthy, and it makes it harder to choose the
0: healthier options. But don't you think then knowing that makes it slightly easier to avoid? Do we go into Tesco and laugh in the face of the stack of quality Street because we're not falling for that? we're way too clever for that most of the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and this goes back to this willpower side of things you've only got a certain amount of willpower and in the morning when you get up your willpower bucket is full but as you go through your day and stress is involved and and things that can trigger that survival part of your brain get involved the willpower bucket is just not able to deal with these things so if you went in the supermarket in the morning and your willpower bucket was nice and full you could breeze past those tins of quality street or whatever it is there but later in the day it's a different situation so once you're aware of these things yeah like Catherine said you can laugh in the face of it I often do laugh actually out loud I'm sure people look at me sometimes and think that is a crazy woman she's just laughing out loud but it's like when you know something you can't unknow it not just in Tesco's (laughs) other supermarkets are available yeah it's just when you just have that awareness then you just find it so amusing that the marketing people have put this, you know, in in your way to try and to try and stop you we could also talk about ultra processed foods a little bit because again with that fat and sugar together and Catherine talking about how you know there are specialist people in these uh, in these companies that know exactly how to uh, light up that part of the brain that gives you that reward that satisfaction that yes I'm safe because I've got fats and sugars in my diet that is a big big problem and so when you're in the Christmas spirit, and you enjoying those foods, I was saying to Catherine earlier that I become a bit of a food snob in a way. So I enjoy certain things at Christmas, but the quality of those is very important to me. So if I'm going to eat chocolate, I'm going to eat the best chocolate, and I'm going to really enjoy it. I'm not going to feel guilty about it. I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I was telling Catherine that there was there's a recent study that's done that looked at the impact of how you feel about a food on the response that your body gives so there were two groups of people given a smoothie one were told that it had 680 calories and that it was a it was a high calorie smoothie the other people were told that it was a healthy smoothie and it was only 200 calories the difference in blood sugar results from those people were so different the people that were drinking the 680 calorie smoothie had a blood sugar spike the people that thought they were drinking the healthy smoothie did not so approaching Christmas and you can do this for next time and any time that food is coming at you Catherine and I both do this we never feel guilty about eating this food we don't beat ourselves up afterwards and we know that just enjoying that food in the moment is going to have a massive impact on our bodies in a different way to beating yourself up
0: about it Absolutely. But doesn't that, that research shows you how powerful the mind is. So, and again, I'm going to reiterate, this is not your fault. Look at the, look at the powers that are working behind the scenes. So they've just, they've just suggested to these people that something is either relatively good for them or perhaps not. And, the body has gone with what the mind suggested. What did you say, something about the mind following? The body always follows
1: the mind. The mind is absolutely crucial for how your body views certain foods, things that you're doing in your life. So this is why we don't want to beat ourselves up when it all goes wrong. We know it's not our fault because of the way that the brain is working. We know that we've got these habits that we've formed for good reason. And sometimes we need to go in and change that DVD, VHS, um, to to help us achieve the things we want to do. Because these habits, they're there to keep you alive and to help you. But they don't know that sometimes the habit isn't the right habit for you. So yeah, the body always follows the mind.
0: Yeah, and that's a great point. The body has no idea if a habit is a good habit Or a bad habit. I mean, if it did, we wouldn't keep doing the things that are, that we know are not any good for us. The habit just knows that we have, or the body just knows, and the mind just knows that we have done this act, whatever it is, for a long time and we are still alive. So it takes from that that it's working. It's keeping us alive. So we just need to keep doing it. Again, powerful, powerful stuff. It's not your fault. No, it's definitely not your fault.
1: The, the thing that I find most interesting about the brain is the voice that you've got in your head. The When the habit is starting to come into play, the voice that you get. So when you start a diet of such and you've got your willpower on board, you can manage to do that sometimes for weeks Sometimes it's only days. Sometimes it's only hours. But what happens is because your brain recognises this is different. What we're doing is different. I don't like different. Different doesn't feel good. It starts to send you those signals. And we've all got that voice. It tells you things like, you've been really good. You've been really good. You deserve the treat. Hang a minute. On a Friday, we normally have a glass of wine because that's normal and that relaxes us and that rewards us for the good that we've done all week. This voice, is really 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 powerful and this again goes back to why it's not your fault and we are going to be telling you how you can change this but the voice is really powerful i've got a name for my voice Have what's you your,
0: what's the name of your voice
1: my voice is called naginelli <laughs> Nagin Nelly is... I've actually now... I imagine that Nagin Nelly has inhaled some helium and Nagin Nelly now has a voice that I find amusing... And then my, my strong auto eager comes in and laughs in the face of nagging
0: Nelly. I love it. Laughs in the face of nagging Nelly. Oh, I need, I need a name. If you've got any names for your, uh, for your voice, do let us know. I need to, if you've got one for mine, give me, <laughs> tell me what that is. I love that you've given your voice a, almost like a whole persona because and I don't think that some people may not have ever thought about this, you don't have to listen to Naginelli. You don't have to. Just because you've thought it doesn't mean you have to do it. It doesn't even mean that that, that thought belongs to you. It doesn't. Often your thoughts don't even run with your values. They are just thoughts, and you don't have to follow them. And again, it's that awareness bit that you hear that, and you go, "Yeah, I, I hear you, nagging, Nelly. Thanks very much for your concern, but I'm going to ignore you." And uh, does your does your strong persona have have a name as well yes my i bet she's got i bet she's got a superhero cloak as well hasn't she
1: no she she does actually she in my head it is a bit wonder woman like because as you know i do like wonder woman mm-hmm. wonder woman is my thing so my you'll laugh at this now my other voice or my other persona that comes in and laughs in the face of of nagging nelly is actually called scarlet power <laughs>
0: I don't know why, but she seems like she would kick ass. She sounds like she would kick ass. Nagging Nelly needs to watch out. I'm surprised Nagging Nelly is even brave enough to pop her head up over the parapet. Can they go back and watch that video of you popping your head up over the parapet? Oh, (laughs) I might have to tag that into this episode. Oh no, that's my favourite favourite episode in the whole world. And I think that maybe Scarlet, what's her name, Power. Scarlet Power was uh, definitely present in that video. Enjoy that one and you can thank me later. Anyway, <laughs> I did not expect this conversation to go in this direction that's, at all. That's <laughs> the magic, right? So, we've just been talking lots about habits. We are going to do an episode on habits in a couple of weeks time for you the whole thing's going to be on habits we'll start to talk about a little bit more about um about how they how they work within our lives and then if you deem a habit as not helpful to you any longer we will uh, we will give you some instructions on how to change that
1: yeah so we both have been through this process ourselves and we've learned the hacks on how to access that survival part of the brain how to change that that formula that's happening there so that you can laugh in the face of these things when they happen so that you don't have to use willpower because you've only got so much and we know that various things during the day can come and rob us of willpower not mention anything kids and husbands but anyway we know that you know <laughs> those people come and, and, and steal our willpower off of us but we are literally going to give you the hacks and the knowledge and the expertise around this subject so that you know now you're in awareness just spend this time just notice noticing things that voice have you got a name for your voice what does your voice sound like what's it trying to say to you are you available for that voice just be in awareness this this week and then we will explain to
0: you what to do in our next episode I'm really pleased that you brought up things that steal your willpower. Um, and I was thinking about this earlier, actually, when you were talking about when you go around the supermarket, whether it's first thing in the morning when your willpower's high or maybe a bit later on. And this really talks to a lot that I do about making sure that your, you said like that your willpower bucket was full, but ensuring perhaps early on in the day that just your bucket is full. So that so that when things I'm just gonna swear again, when things piss you off, or people or whatever it is or you go to the supermarket whatever it is that you are already feeling bulletproof um, and so filling your bucket up first thing in the morning with and i, I know i know that we're going to do episode on episode of this or but any way that that makes you feel amazing whether it's movement whether it's meditation whether it's eating the right things all of the all of those things please making sure that you already already feel amazing to be able to then go on and do some of these things because although we're going to give you some hacks these things are not it's not an easy process necessarily to try and change a habit especially if you've been doing it for your entire life and that society echoes around you something different to what you're trying to do and and people will people will try and sabotage you as well so be having your your bucket full and feeling amazing and feeling bulletproof right from the uh, the word go at the beginning of the day is so important for you. I feel it was a bit it was a bit of a tangent there, but I kind of felt like it was really important. It is important, and I think again
1: going back to awareness because that's really what this episode is about. Once you're in awareness, you start to see the obstacles that are in your way, and then once you can see the obstacles, you can start to put in contingency plans for those. Obstacles so that you can easily nice. get round them, get over them, get under them, whatever you need to do, or just not have them there at all. And then that makes doing or being healthy much easier once you know the obstacles and you've got a backup plan to deal with them.
0: So we've been talking about awareness for the whole of this episode. And what we would love for you to do for the next week is to be really aware of your habits around your movement around your sleep, around your hydration, and around your nutrition. And when I say awareness, it is literally that loose awareness. I don't want any judgments and I don't want you forming any stories about it. Why do we want them to look at
1: those four things, Julie? Because we're going to be talking about them on the next episode. And so we're going to be using the information that we've given you on this episode to, instead of being all or nothing on On a Monday, we're going to start to give you our hacks around those four things, your basic needs. We're going to be explaining more in the next episode.
0: Geek! It's so exciting! And also, just for fun, how about letting us know what your names would be for those voices? No, you're not going mad. I'm pretty sure it's not just Julie and I that have those voices. (laughs) I hope it's not just me it's those <laughs> voices yeah. i talk back about. to mine quite frequently yes let us know what your names would be for i don't want to give them i'm not going to say good and bad particularly but i quite like the um the superhero or superheroine feel about uh, about one of yours so yeah do let us know what names you've got for them
1: they're definitely not good and bad because sometimes Naginelli is actually telling me mm. some stuff that I do need to listen to and be aware. But when I know, it's detrimental and it's old patterns coming up. That's when Scarlet Power comes in and just lets Nagging Nelly know. That's great you've given us that information, but we're just not available for that.
0: Oh, yeah. Nagging Nelly wants to keep you safe sometimes, doesn't she? She's, she's a Nagging Aunt Nelly. Yes, exactly <laughs> like that. Like a Nagging Aunt. Yeah, exactly. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so do keep in touch and stay tuned for next week. And we uh, we look forward to chatting with you then. Yep. See you then. Bye. Thank you for keeping us company today. If you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Your support helps us on our mission to reach a 1,000 women
1: in our first year.
0: So share with your friends and family. You might just change your life. Connect
1: with us on social media and make your life easier by joining our podcast mailing list. You'll find the links in the show notes. Your weekly episode will be delivered straight to your inbox every Thursday morning.
0: Make it a fabulous week and we'll catch you in the next episode.